Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Here was Christian Kirksey, Texans linebacker, on the uh, lack of energy with the Texans on Sunday. We didn't come out uh, and, and, and play our game. I mean, for us to, to have our last home game and, and give that type of performance, that's not acceptable. Uh, you know, we didn't have the energy from the start to the finish, and uh, that's not playing good football right there. Uh, we got a lot of things to fix, and, uh, I mean, we got one more game. So, you know, we got to try our best to win that game, but... Uh, Today was, was was unacceptable. All right, so the lack of energy, Kirksey went on to say, yeah, we're playing for pride this weekend. That's what Coach Lovey Smith says. I don't know. Did you – 31 to 3. I mean, that was a lopsided game on Sunday. Did that look like a team, Seth, to you that may show up similarly in Indianapolis this week? Might not matter. Indianapolis showed up the same way in, <laughs> against the Giants that the Texans did against the Jags. But what is your uh, – what is your educated football I see as far as the Texans and their chips being cashed in or not? Their, their chips being cashed in emotionally, like whether or not they're actually going to show up and give a, a strong effort. Like they had the three previous weeks. Right, right. Um, they had, uh, to be clear, they did show up and play with emotion and vigor. I, I honestly, I think sometimes even as a player, it, sometimes you're not all that great at actually assessing your own performance. I don't think the difference was as much with the Texans themselves last week. I think it was that their opponent wasn't taking them lightly the way the Chiefs, the Cowboys, even the Titans, who were all banged up. Those three teams took the Texans lightly. The Jaguars came in and looked like they were on a mission. They looked like a team whose coach had said, yeah, I know there's no real reason to play this game, but screw it. We're going in because we win football games and we're going to prove this and do like the old chip on the shoulder attitude. And they came in and they whooped up on the Texans. And I think that it was more about that than it was about any kind of a, a letdown by the Texans. Now, there were a few instances like on the one really long ETN run where where Des King, who's been one of the hardest hitters on the defense, looked like he just threw a lazy shoulder into ETN. I went back and watched that a couple times yesterday. I think 
part of that was it was honestly it was such a busted play in terms of leverage by multiple people and and because Jalen Petrie kind of came flying in out of control it, I, I think Des King kind of was trying to was trying to avoid a three-way collision, which maybe maybe in and of itself, maybe he should have been more kamikaze about it. I I give him more of a break after watching that play, but there were like there were, it, it felt like the Texans team from earlier in the season where there were just so many missed tackles. Yeah, they, they, but they were as they were missing tackles, they were doing a good job of flying around to the ball. I thought there were a lot of times where there'd be like a few missed tackle tackles, but eventually four guys got them. And like so, I thought that the effort and energy was there. I thought that the team they were playing just had way many more good football players who were properly motivated. I'm with you on that, and that's what, if you're a Texan fan who is really wanting to get the first pick in the draft, I would be concerned about this weekend. Like, I think they're, I do think they're actually going to show up and, and, and play hard. They're, look, they've been near the bottom of the league all year long, but I don't think energy or effort's been an issue. I just don't think they're a very good football team. The Colts are a mess. Like the Col- I know the Texans yeah. are a mess. They're a me- the, te- the Texans are a mess because they don't have a lot of talent, by and large, and, they're- and I don't think they're very well coached. The Colts are a mess because they came into the season with playoff expectations. Their dreams, yeah. they realized, were shattered pretty early in the season, which is why they fired oh, Frank yeah. Reich, and they oh. are really poorly coached. Like, they're I, I just, bad, bad. Sean, I, we talk about energy, and like the Texans, who kind of made a business of – keeping things at least close on the box score. And early in the season, they were within one score or in the lead going into the fourth quarter in a lot of games. Yes. And then there were either collapses or they were pretty good at getting garbage time to make it a one-score game by the end. Okay. I just Googled Jeff Saturday fourth quarter stats. Um, I don't have their most recent game up as uh, the, the box score up right now. But I just – it's been bad. So December 21st, 2022. Okay. Colts have been outscored 83 to 9 in the fourth quarter since Saturday took over. You go one week later, uh, December 27th, Jeff Saturday has been outscored 90 to 9 in the fourth quarter. 90 to 9, which includes uh, part of that is the worst collapse of a lead in NFL history uh, when the Colts relinquished their lead to the Minnesota Vikings. What was the uh, fourth quarter box score last week? Uh,. Actually, a big improvement. They were only outscored seven to nothing in the fourth quarter. That's so that's because they'd already been that's because they'd already been outscored thirty-one to ten going into the fourth quarter. <laughs> so since Saturday took over, they are ninety-seven to nine. Yeah, that's the score in the fourth quarter. They've been outscored ninety-seven mm. to nine. I'm gonna go out on a My limb here. God, I'm gonna go out on a limb what? with a take here. Can, ready for okay. this? I don't think yeah. he's good at making adjustments at halftime. <laughs> That's no, my hot just take. Between the third and fourth quarter, <laughs> right, I'm sorry. They need to get a sideline reporter to be like, "Hey, Jeff, what didn't you do? Yes. Uh, hey, we're about to enter the fourth quarter. What did you not do uh, in the in the last several minutes during the break? Do, do they just? Do you think the players? I mean, can you put yourself in the shoes of a Colts player with Jeff Saturday as the head coach? Do you think they just roll their eyes at the whole thing now? Like, I have no idea what he's like behind the scenes. I'm sure he's he seems like a likable enough guy, but yeah, but. Like I, I don't know. I wonder if they roll their eyes. I I, have, I wonder more about the assistant coaches because I can remember a time when the Texans had a def- – or excuse me, I was with the Jaguars at the time. And the Jaguars, Tom Coughlin hired Gary Moeller 
as the defensive coordinator. Gary Moeller had really he'd been a linebackers coach for a little bit in the NFL, but he didn't really know the NFL. He was a dyed in the wool college guy. Oh yeah. And Coffin hired him as a defensive coordinator. And I and I think just like I've told you before, I think seventy five percent of NFL coaches are hired because they give the owner a good pep talk. Mm-hmm. I think Gary Moeller, who was a hell of a pep talk guy, gave Tom Coughlin uh, a really good pep talk about playing tough physical football because we just kind of gone through a stretch where we we hadn't we'd kind we'd, we'd buckled and collapsed at the end of the season uh, and gotten out physical by the Titans actually and um, so I think he gave him a really good pep talk but he just. He flat out didn't know what he was talking about when it came to being in the NFL. He really didn't know. Like, he, he couldn't identify personnel. Like, the way a lot of this Jeez. stuff, when it comes to like the matchup game and stuff and how important it is in the NFL compared to college football, um, like, all this stuff, he really he, he didn't understand the rules necessarily. And to hear some of the assistant coaches as the season went on, yeah. like, these guys, these guys would get so frustrated. Because Moeller would be up there at the, at the front of the meeting, and he would be, he'd be saying stuff, just misidentifying players on the on the field, and and and, and I, I remember sitting next to my position coach, and he just like, and and I and I'm guessing it might be like that with Saturday a little bit, yeah, yeah, but, like. Saturday obviously understands the NFL. Sure. You know, don't, but but there's a difference between being a player and being a coach. There's a difference between being a media guy and being a coach. And especially in the NFL more so than basketball. Basketball, I think it, it's the easiest in a lot of ways because it's the fewest number of people. Football, there's just so much administrative stuff. There's so many there's so many things about actually getting a football play called that goes way beyond what you know as a player. Um, that I, I'm guessing that guys are a little bit frustrated, the, the assistant coaches. Do you think he gets his job back as a broadcaster after this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's, he's good at it. I mean, there's no – Sean, if there's one thing I've learned in the past 10 or 20 years, yeah. this whole notion of credibility is so is so BS and bogus. It is. Like, it, it, and I don't think he loses any credibility as a former player talking about football. Football. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't I, think anybody's going to be him like, "Hey Jeff, what's it like trying to motivate a team, you know, when you're when you're a head coach?" But what are I, the what are the things that he can really no longer criticize people for as an analyst? Like if he like if he starts criticizing coaches for botching game management or motivating teams before a game, like that 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 yeah. that starts to tread into a Unless he prefaces it by saying, "Look, I know how hard it is. I was on the sidelines." He took over. No, but he took over a can't lose situation, which okay. is to say that the Colts were awful already, and it's very easy to discount it and dismiss it. And, and like, and I think at least part of it is accurately so that, like, all right, whoa, whoa, I'm sorry, uh, I couldn't save the Titanic as it was going down. I must be a horrible captain. If you insert somebody on that Titanic just after it hits the iceberg. And you say, you're responsible for this ship and all souls yeah. aboard. You're going to look like a – are you going to look like a bad captain? Or are I you going to look like, okay, well, I, I get it. I guess. I mean, it's almost I like – Jeff Saturday don a dress and a bonnet and hop into a lifeboat? No, no, so. but I feel like he I, he may have inherited the Titanic after it hit the iceberg, but I feel like he asked all the passengers passengers to come stand at the front of the ship so it goes down quicker. <laughs> you know, Jump like, up and down. Yeah, right. Jump up and down. Right, right. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, they're under. 
undeniably way worse than the bad football team that he inherited. Like he's they he's did. made he's made them a joke. Every most of what I know about Titanic is from the Hollywood movie yes, Titanic. Yes, yes, the, the, the motion I know about, picture. Yes, yeah. If I if there's one thing I know about Hollywood movies based on historical events, uh, there there are liberties taken. So I don't know. Like I've never gone back and fact checked. Cameron, what's his face? Uh, as far as like, were they were they releasing the lifeboats with only a few people on board to right. keep it away from the huddled masses and all that? I don't know. I don't know. Um, we found was the, was the body gal from Denver. Was she like the only hero there? Was she better than the captain? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know either. Um, we f- <laughs> we found the YouTube of John Laprie. <laughs> I gotta see where the, this is from. Oh, the get rich. The get rich by tiny classified. Ads? Tiny classified yeah. ads. Now this the, is what this is what this is what you would do before you could tell people on social media. Hey. I'm going to show you how I got rich by showing people how to get rich on social media. Right. Um, you had guys like Don LaPree who curiously would be giving away all their advice about how they got so rich. But you had to buy um, it. <laughs> to the masses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so here's what here, – here, kids, before the internet is what we would sit through drunk and stoned at 1 in the morning. The second way to make money that I stumbled onto was placing tiny classified ads in the newspaper. If you create and test one tiny classified ad in the newspaper that makes just 30 to $40 profit in a week, it could make you a fortune. Because what? the secret is learning how to take that one tiny classified ad that just made 30 to $40 profit in a week and to realize that you could now take that same exact ad and place it in up to 3,000 other newspapers around the country. That's yep. what I did. I found tiny classified ads that made 30 to $40 profit in a week, and I placed those ads in around 1,000 other newspapers around the country. That's how I generated over $50,000 a week out of my one-bedroom apartment. Mm. Wow. $50,000 a week. I, one thing I remember thinking when I would I, – I remember those ads now. Um, one thing I remember as a kid wondering was like, well, is he talking about gross or net there? Because uh, that 50000 a week, I'm guessing uh, there's that <laughs> – Yes. There's, there's no way in hell, even if that's true, by the way. Uh, you, could, you could get away with saying more. I know, I know it feels right now like we live in an age where anybody can say anything. Trust me. You ain't seen nothing compared <laughs> – Let's go even further back to when doctors were um, saying that uh, touting cigarettes for their health benefits <laughs> or sugar. Yeah, <laughs> for your you gotta feed your kids sugar. Got to. How are they going to get through the day That's right. without sugar? That's right. They need energy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Tony Laprie, I remember wondering, like, wait, is that is that gross or net? And I'm guessing it was gross in whatever the number <laughs> oh, yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're just yeah, like wait, I but you do like. It's so compelling. Those guys are so good at because I remember having those thoughts, and I wouldn't be surprised if I actually d- d- bought something from him at some point. Well, he, I used to. They're, they're so compelling, dude. He he he's ex. I'm looking at his Wikipedia page. Like he yeah. executed the playbook of a dude who's on late night infomercials. Like he started out with a credit repair business called yeah. Unknown Unknown Concepts. He then did the tiny classified ads. He so unknown concepts was the first one. Tiny classified ads was the secret they don't want you to know. That's right. Okay. Um, he sold nine hundred numbers. 
Okay. The hottest start. As has Seth Payne. <laughs> yes. Remember? Yes. Well, yeah. old Sethers, old Sethers and his pops. <laughs> yep. It wasn't a scheme though. We were legit. We were above board. No sex. That was one of our selling points. We don't do sex. Okay. The, you don't do oh sex lines. The, the well, my dad was like a, my dad was selling the actual like he was making the pitch. Uh, like basically selling the the service yep. to where we would manage the one nine hundred numbers for people like Tony Lapree. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, he sold starting in two thousand in the two thousands. He sold the uh, greatest vitamin in the world on infomercials. Yes, that's what it was it's called. the one they don't want you to know about. <laughs> oh, God, I wonder what it was. His vitamin, vitamin C. his vitamin was intended as a drug for diseases such as diabetes, stroke, Jeez. heart disease, insomnia, <laughs> cancer, and arthritis. It cured everything. Hey, Tom Brady, remember his concussion water? Right, yeah. mm-hmm. Tom Brady and, and old um, Wes Welker, former Texans coach. Big, yeah. yeah, big surprise. The FDA stated, quote, Don LaPree's <laughs> products were not generally recognized as safe and effective for the above-reference conditions. In 2006, the FDA warned him against untruthful claims. In 2011, according to an AP article, LaPree was indicted by a federal grand jury in Phoenix on accusations of running a nationwide scheme to sell worthless internet businesses. Oh, his scheme was to sell worthless internet businesses. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my gosh, the cancer pills. Wow. Yeah. No, no, not just cancer, Seth. Um, Diabetes, stroke, heart disease, insomnia, cancer. And arthritis. The thing is, the whole thing is, it's obvious. The government didn't want you to know about those things. That's why they, that's why they had to shut them down. The conspiracy to, uh, to keep you from knowing the things they don't want you to know, like the cancer diabetes right. pill. It's a shame that Don LaPree killed himself in prison in 2011. He, yeah, supposedly. Because... They, that's what they want you to think. Because if he were here in 2020, he would have been able to cure the pandemic with just a single pill and sell it to I all wonder of what us. he... How long was he in jail before he killed himself? He, uh, let's, uh, like a few months, June 27th, 2011, he was arrested. October 2nd, 2011, he was, while in jail awaiting his trial, which was scheduled for October the 4th, he, um, yeah. he died. Yeah. Um, somebody says, I don't want it to sound too young and hip, but I don't even know how classified ads make money. Um, well, look, uh, like back in the day, <laughs> that, there was no internet. There were classified ads, and there still are they, and they work. Like, I mean, the the population who reads the paper and reads the classifieds is getting older. But in some respects, this is what they don't want you to know, guys. Um, this is really what they don't want you to know. You can still make money with tiny classified ads. Um, I'd love to tell you how, but you're gonna have to DM me. Right. So, <laughs> join Lepre. my Patreon <laughs> for twenty dollars a month. <laughs> in which Seth will tell you if you place classified ads pointing people to your Patreon on yeah. selling classified ads on Patreon. Yeah. So, like, think about it, guys. If there's something that you would sell or market on the Internet right now, if you're a young person wondering, like, how do you make any money on classified ads, anything that you would market on the Internet right now, you used to do with classified ads. That's right. Including your own body. If you were either in the mood for a genuine relationship or selling your body for sex, um, you would do that in the classifieds. It was kind of crazy. It was kind of crazy. <laughs> sex message 9755, trailer, wheel, and frame, text page. Seth was the talent on the 1900 line. <laughs> I was. Remember, we were pitching it to a horoscope guy. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, I, my dad had me write copy. I like this is my my dad was so 
unique. He was so weird. He was like, because he didn't want to just, he didn't, we were just pitching something to this horoscope guy. And instead of like just, you know, we were going to, we made up an example of like what it could be, like his daily message that he could leave or something. So instead of just grabbing somebody's horoscopes and reading them, yeah. it, he was like, Seth, why don't you write some horoscopes? But go ahead and do some research. I don't want to just plagiarize something. So I spent like an entire day reading various horoscopes and trying to like, Kids, back in the day, we couldn't copy and paste and stuff. I had to like do this stuff with a typewriter. How old and, were you? Um, so I spent the day writing copy of a hor- of, of horoscopes. And then we took this, we took these horoscopes to this creepy old dude somewhere in Rochester, and sat in his creepy apartment that looked like the shutters hadn't been opened in like two decades. I was freaked out, dude. How old were you? I thought I was gonna be. I thought I was gonna be abducted by spirits. How, how, and how, how old were you at the time? I was like, I think I remember I was trying to, when I wasn't writing horoscope, I was studying my AP chemistry. Okay, so you're in so, high school. Like, you're it was teenager. in the summer before like, okay. I was trying to get a head start. So I think it was, I might have been like uh, 14, I guess. Did you, wear, and, did you wear a suit to the sales presentation? <laughs> no, no, no. But, you know, this guy, of course, is wearing a bolo tie, of course, in, uh, in Rochester, New York. So... Um, this creepy, weird guy with a goatee, and this is before goatees had caught on mainstream. Right, right, Back right. in the day, if you were a goatee, you were either a magician or a creepy dude. Or both, let's be honest. So, um, this creepy guy with a bolo tie and the goatee is just thrashing my horoscopes <laughs> and talking about how ridiculous and absurd they were. Where did you even find this guy? <laughs> dude. And I'm like, those are from, I don't know, some various, various... <laughs> respectable astrologers where they're from and um so eventually though we were we were selling these one nine hundred numbers my dad had several um several crawfish in the pot at the time oh in terms God. of various interests and so, but but he ended up getting in a car accident as the the business was just about going under anyway I'm I'm like this prepubescent I was a late bloomer so like I was like 13 or 14 like but with like a uh, a voice like I was in the Vienna Boys Choir, and I'm manning the office by myself. As after all my dad's salespeople have left, my dad got in a car crash. Um, it, that's a whole other story about how he got out of getting arrested for this car crash. Uh, sorry, Sean. I know we're over. But Way listen. over. <laughs> This guy from New York who had sunk in thousands of dollars into one nine hundred line was calling on the hour, wondering where his one nine hundred number was, and I'm there by the self, by picking up the landline and being like, "I don't know, um, everything's under control." <laughs> That's horrible. And he'd say, "What are you guys? Are you guys even real?" And all I yes. knew to say was like, "We're a corporation." <laughs> Somehow I knew that because we were incorporated, it made us somehow a little bit more official. <laughs> yes. It was like Thomas Paine L- uh, Incorporated we're or something. A corpor- we're a corporation, we're a- sir. <laughs> My dad might be dying. I don't know. All right. We're way over. But that was All worth right. it. It was worth it. We're a corporation. I classified ads. <laughs> All right. Bill O'Brien. He coached Bryce Young the last two years. What does Bill O'Brien think? about Bryce Young. Does this line up with what we think Nick Casario might think of him? That's next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 